Hi, I'm Andrew. I'm Abby. And welcome to the first episode of our new podcast, Backyard Broadway. Yay! 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 We're all so excited to be recording this. So excited! It actually sounds good. I know. Yes, this title is a... This title. This episode is titled Getting to Know You. We don't speak well on this podcast. No, we don't. So we, it is titled Getting to Know You. We are introducing ourselves and the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's taking you... everything I have not to sing right now. <laughs> there will be, so, oh my God, there will be singing. <laughs> that wasn't me. On this podcast at some point, I'm sure. Uh-huh. So let's introduce ourselves. Who wants to go first? Abigail. Oh, she just got, like, thrown under the bus. Ready, set, go. Story of my life. Okay, so I'm Abby. I'm 28. Um, do you want me to give a little background about myself? Yeah, do a little okay. background about yourself. So what do you I, do? Who, who do? I don't you know do? what I do. What do you do? I mean, do we? Wow. <laughs> well, I haven't given the We'll get to that in the disclaimer. Who I do is my husband. Um, I'm married. Still haven't given the disclaimer and I, have, I have two children who will probably interrupt these podcasts a lot. Um, that shit will be cut, though. Don't worry about it. Um, probably not all of it. Anyway, um, and yeah. Uh, I'm Andrew. I am 33 years old. Nah, shut That's up. Stung. He's the Leave oldest it. in our group. I so. am the oldest. But the uh, wisest. Are you sure? Wink, wink. Nudge, <laughs> <laughs> nudge. You all are so sweet. Uh, I am a psychology student. Um, and I, yeah, this this is... New and fun for me. And how many years have you been involved in theater? Oh, my God. I've been involved in theater. I mean, we have that question later. But, yeah, I've been involved in theater for uh, 25 years. Most your life. Longer than my girlfriend has been alive. True statement. By the way, I'm the girlfriend. (laughs) Hi. I'm Kat. I am 24 years old, and I am also a new psychology student and a preschool teacher Ish. We're all preschool teachers. Yeah, Let's we're, yeah we, are, we are all preschool teachers. Um, and Trying I, to do something different. I was right. majorly involved in theater as a child and took a very long sabbatical because really didn't find much interest in it as an adolescent and then got back into it in my I adult. I call it a hiatus because you didn't really rest during your sabbat- sabbatical. So. <sighs> okay, True. hiatus. And then found new love for it as an adult. Thanks to us. Yes. I didn't even us. know you guys after before the audition. True. Right? This is but true. then you found us. And now you're doing this. Yes. So what is Backyard Broadway? What is Backyard? We are literally in (laughs) Abby's backyard. Yes, that is what it is. That is is why it is called Backyard Broadway. We do the majority of our podcasts outside. Yes. Unless it is raining or super cold. Well, no, even when it's like, even if it's super cold, then we just go through it really fast because then the podcast will end with my toes. I can't feel my toes. If it's a light rain, we can sit on the front porch. True. Yes. But Um, we don't call it Front Yard Broadway. Oh, and also you will hear the train because we are in the middle of LaGrange, Kentucky, and the train goes right through the center of town. Let's let them all know where we live. Oh, because that's a big deal. It's not going to be that hard to find us. I will pay anyone to find us on a map right now. Oldham County. So, Backyard Broadway is a theater podcast for theater people and non-theater people it's for everyone you know if you have maybe even a slight little interest in theater and you're like i want to know more about this Ooh, quick side note oh side notes we no, have side notes no, no, no just listen because i feel like since we're talking about what backyard backyard broadway is i want our listeners to kind of know a little bit of how it got started and why we call it backyard broadway, backyard broadway. see we can't talk on this blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's not just because we do it in my backyard my backyard is where the idea was conceived. Yes. Yes. Abby and I have been best friends for over five years. Yes. 
And this all started at her old house. Yes. Not in LaGrange, Kentucky. No. <laughs> we would sit on her back porch and we would have conversations about different theater things. And then we were talking about Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera one night and our thoughts on that, which there will be a podcast about it. We will get that done. Um, <laughs> we've been saying that for a year and a half. <laughs> so long. And Abby was like, why don't we record these conversations? Yes. So we did start recording them. They never got published. No. It was kind of just for our own amusement. Yeah. My amusement on the way to school. Very true. <laughs> but well, Because they only used to be recorded on your phone. You were yeah. the only one that had access. I can send them to you if you want. <laughs> but so, yeah, that's where it was born. Yeah. And, you know, we've recorded quite a few. They've just never been published. Some of those will get published. Some of those are so Because they're not, yeah, they're not yeah, time anymore. sensitive. But there are some that are that we will just re-record. And yeah. make up to date. Or yes. have to scrap entirely like last year's Tonys. Yeah, yes. that's true. That's true. We will. That is one thing. We will do a pre-Tony podcast and a post-Tony every podcast year. every and year. And if there are theatrical performances like there were last year for, well, the year before last actually now, uh, well, the Oscars. Yeah. No, the Academy Awards. No, that's the same thing. That's... Uh, <laughs> wow. All right. No, like Kayla Settle's performance of This Is Me during the Academy Awards, those will probably have podcasts as well, or yeah. at least excerpts. Yes. So just a little side note before we move on. Kat is obsessed with Kayla Settle. Just a little. Oh, wow. <laughs> so just we... Just put it all out there, Kat. We will talk about individual shows. We will talk about different performers. We'll talk about the Broadway seasons. Again, Tony... We will talk about different creative types, Lloyd Webber, and our own experiences. Our we own will have some podcasts right that are here. just about our experiences. We also do lists ranging from talking about our favorite shows to dream roles, things like that. Or Broadway crushes, K.L. Settle, Patty LaPone, Jeremy Jordan. Heck yes. <laughs> I mean, really, oh, if you want my Broadway God. boy crush, it's Zachary Levi. Oh, God, uh, yes. Oh, Abby's over here having. Still haven't done this play. <laughs> so we also offer advice. Yes. Because as actors, directors, and theater nerds in general, mm -hmm. we have a lot of insight into the audition process, being in a show, and seeing a show. Because sometimes people don't understand etiquette when it comes to seeing a show. Well, there's a, way, there's a right and a wrong way to see a show. How many times have we gone like to an audition and we just sat there and watched and just horrified with what we're seeing? True story. And not just from like the people who are auditioning, but like the people holding auditions. Yes. I was involved in a bad one last year. Yeah. So, but you'll hear all about that throughout this podcast. So, also, Kat, would you like to? Um, we will be doing uh, reviews of community and regional productions, as well as Broadway tours we've recently seen, movie, movie musicals, and possibly more. Essentially, what that is outline uh, is that is outlining is we will be present at shows in our region and in our community, and we will attempt to become established as a review board. Um, to allow these actors and directors and producers to come to our podcast and listen to a legitimate and professional review to get feedback. Mm -hmm. Almost as in, like, the written word, but it's almost kind of like a broadcast. Yeah. Yes. And, and those also, those reviews, mostly, mostly the community and regional ones will be mini episodes. They'll be five to 15 minute long episodes mm -hmm. where we just review the show. Mm hmm and we will hope we the hope is to do a podcast before that about the show we're seeing. And it's it's going to be like a column in a magazine. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we hope that maybe it also will spark an interest in a listener that 
to go see a show that they might not have thought to see before. Yes. Yeah. And kind of get people back into a theater and see a show. Exactly. Yeah. So this isn't just going to be for, you know, run-of-the-mill, kind of listen to an everyday podcast. This is also going to have content that you can listen to and be educated on certain productions or experiences that might be happening in our area, in our area, which will probably consist of mostly Jefferson, Oldham and Clark County, which is over. We have a huge region though. Cause we yeah. can, but to start out with, yeah. it'll be Oldham, Jefferson and Clark County to begin with. And then we will expand from there. I mean, we're an hour from Cincy. We are two hours from Indy. We are three hours from Nashville. We have a pretty broad region yeah. that we could be going to see shows at and doing reviews of. So the goal is to actually be very, to have a very wide diameter of shows that we go see. Yes. Uh, we currently don't have social media that will be getting up pretty darn soon. But as soon as we're officially published, yes, this disclaimer, the cat is getting ready to lay out for you all. will be posted on all of our social media. You will be able to refer to it. We will do a special mini episode of just the disclaimer. So that if you're like, um, what is this? What, what, what are the rules? What are, what, what are they talking about? You can go back to that really quickly. So disclaimer cat. Our disclaimer is incredibly important to us. We are three people who have been involved with theater for most of our lives. We do not claim to be experts, and everything we say is purely our own opinion. On this note, when we review community and regional productions, our opinions will be included during those mini-episodes. You're more than welcome to disagree with our opinions because we sometimes disagree amongst ourselves, but that does not give you permission to be rude about it. Those do not that do not adhere to common courtesy will be removed from comment threads. We do not want anyone to feel uncomfortable on our social media. If research has been done about a show or a person, you will be made aware. Be advised that this podcast will likely include adult content. Lots of adult content. So much adult content. So, I mean, not sometimes... explicit content. Well, let me, let me put it... <laughs> well, no. Abigail! <laughs> a lot of it is, when we get going, we don't really pay attention to the types of words that are coming out yeah, of our mouths. We, You're going to hear a lot of sailor talk. Like, yeah, a lot of sailor talk. We don't censor ourselves, especially if we get heated about something. We so, just yeah. go, go... Which... You're going to get that in this podcast, I promise you. I mean, if, yes. you have, if you as a listener do have comments or concerns or recommendations, please feel free to include those because we don't want to lose listeners over the sole fact that we've dropped the F-bomb too much. That is not the goal here. So This is true. They don't agree with me because I'm the only adult <laughs> in this room. Well, it's... I've been fighting a cold, guys. I'm sorry for all the coughing. Well, it's not that we don't agree with you so much as... We've tried it before. We have tried. But if someone were to come onto our Facebook page and go, you all dropped the F-bomb way too much, you're going to lose a listener over this, wouldn't you take that into consideration? Well, yes. I'm not saying we wouldn't try. But I'm just saying we would fail at it. We would fail at it. Sure. But that's also... So optimistic. That's so also... Hard. Like, I'm not going to sit here and drop the F-bomb every other word. No. Like, no. It, it is my favorite word, but I do... <laughs> on the podcast, I tend to keep it very... To a minimum, and... I use it in regards to one specific show. We'll uh, get there. We'll get there. So, why are we doing this podcast? Why? Because we like to have fun. It's so much fun. Which, it honestly, fun. if you've made it past this point, past the seriousness of le- legitimate legalities, we really hope you have because now it's about to get interesting. Ooh, also, side note, Cat likes, Kat likes really big words. She does. Cat also likes to drink beer during this podcast. She is not <laughs> yeah, tonight, but a lot of times, yeah. It's a work night. It's, yeah, we... When has that ever stopped you? 
Yeah, we like to have well, not fun. Not to mention, I've been throwing up my guts the last two days. That's, that's so what they want to hear. <laughs> I know, right? That's, <laughs> what they, that's what they want to hear right there. We we found that that doing this, it's fun. It's, it's you know, so fun. We talk about this stuff anyways. Why not record it? Yeah. Why not? Well, also, it allows hear? us to get out our deep seated opinions in a, well, let's just say. Safe place. <laughs> we are a safe place. If you ever need it, we are a safe Sorry. place. You can come to us. <laughs> safe place, my ass. I know, I'm, I'm so glad you said it. <laughs> Let's be honest. We're awful to each other. We are awful to each other. Like, oh, some people question our friendship hard. True. Well, that's not I mean, just reason. today. <laughs> I mean, just today, you said something. I made a comment. You called me mean, and I called you mean back. This and that was the end of the conversation. Oh, that was so sad. Oh. But I'm just, I'm Tell just, it again. So, what do we... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this thing really works. <laughs> so, what do we hope to get out of this? Nothing, really. I mean, this is just us shooting the breeze, like... I hope that we have a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. It'd be great if we And that... We could have at least one follower. That'd Maybe. be fa- yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I mean, if you want to subscribe, that's count. great. My mom doesn't count. Jane, you do count. I Jane, love we you. love you. Um, but I also hope that if and when we do get listeners, that they get the same enjoyment that we have and possibly learn something yes. or find a new, a, a new spark of joy or love for the theater that they might not have yes. known before. I mean, it took me a long time to reimagine and re. And to find that love of theater again, it took me about 13 years to find it, you know? So it takes sometimes for some people, it just takes some time. And also we want to let you know that theater is an amazing outlet for anxiety, stress, depression. And honestly, that's a lot of the reason that all three of us are involved in it is because it's one of our safest outlets. And I mean, I'm going to be honest, like we will probably talk about mental health on this podcast a lot, just because for me personally, I suffer from severe depression and going to see a show is super cathartic for me. It's it's two hours that I can just escape to another world, which is a whole nother podcast yes. on a certain show. Again, but, trying so hard not to sing right now. Right. So it's, it's you know, and being in a show is the same way. And directing oh, yeah. and, and writing, you know, which you're going to learn a lot about us in the next 10 minutes because we're getting ready to do a theater Q&A. Um, but over, you might learn things that you didn't really want to know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But over the course of this podcast, I mean, you're going to learn a lot about us and, you know, sometimes we may talk about our anxiety or our depression or things and so, how it relates to theater. This yeah. is a very safe place for those of you who do struggle with mental health because we can all relate. So that is, we really hope to be that outlet for people. Um, on, you know, a theater related note or a non-theater related note, we are, this is actually legitimately a safe place. Um, and the really fun thing about being involved in theater or being new to theater is that when you start getting more educated on it, you start finding theater everywhere. Yes. Like I was listening to Ben Davis and Kelly Kay the other day, which shout out to 99.7 DJ, DJX. I love love you. Love them. Also shout Um, out to Kat on there because I feel like she never gets one. Uh, the intern? Yeah. She's not an intern. Oh. I feel, no, she's not. She's an no. actual hire. Oh. Yeah. See, that's the problem. <laughs> Alex left, and then <laughs> Chelsea left, and now it's Kat. Oh, well, uh, you don't geez, follow. Don't listen to the show. Yeah, he doesn't listen to the show. Listen. Oh. So they were talking Do they about, play Broadway music? No, but they talk it. about it sometimes. They were talking about the new uh, smoking bands at mm-hmm. Disney World, yeah. and they were reading the comments. And one of them said, wait, stop the world. I want to get off. What the fuck is up with Disney? <laughs> 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 and 
<laughs> Abby and I were in that show. We were. Yes. Oh, so gosh. anyway, let's keep going. So our theater Q&A. Again, you're going to learn a lot about us in yes. the next 10 minutes as we do this. So much. Because um, we say we're going to go really quick with this, but we're probably not no. because no. we oh, get to go. Also, side note, our podcasts kind of run long. Yes. Not really. I mean, a lot of podcasts I've listened to are about an hour. We're going to stay oh, more and, true to and a time. We are we're we're, we we're going to stay between an hour and an hour and a half for our bigger podcasts. Yes. So, but hopefully it's fun and enjoyable. And if not, let us know. Because, I mean, we don't even realize how much time has passed until no. we finally end. And we're like, oh, God. <laughs> Right? So, how long have you been involved with theater? Too long. Sorry. <laughs> I've oh, already this answered this. Is not the lightning round? My bad. No. <laughs> I've already answered this. I, 25 years. Probably at least 20 years. Um, I would say cumulatively, uh, only about seven. There's nothing wrong with that, sweetie. <laughs> I told you I got involved I know. with it's it not later quantity, in life. It's quality. It's quality. I'd say Children of a Lesser God was a pretty damn quality show. Yes, it was. And we'll get to that later. So yes. what, because Kat's answer to this when we were looking over it beforehand was so funny. <laughs> what drew your interest to theater? What? What drew your interest to theater? Oh, God, Fran. Fran? <laughs> So my grandmother was always concerned about me as a child. I was a very odd kid. And as an adult. Um, it's no kidding. I have no comment on this. She subject. wanted me to be involved in something extracurricular, so she threw me into theater and really didn't realize just how weird I was Is internally. Is the same time when you were tricking boys in your neighborhood that you were a boy on a skateboard? No, this was before that. And then beating that. them up later? This was before that. Okay. Um, she didn't realize how strange I was internally and that it just festered through theater, so that's how I got involved. go. I, I honestly don't really remember what drew my interest to theater i feel like i I feel like it was like kindergarten and we did like a school show and i just really liked Liked it it. and so i just kept doing it and then from there you know my parents really instilled the arts in my and not just me in my in my family throughout my family um and so you know they would take us to go see shows and i would fall in love with cast albums and it kind of just grew from there Mm -hmm. Yes, mine, I am the only, I am the middle child of five. So sorry. <laughs> and <laughs> within my family, I am the only theater-loving person. Well, no, they love theater, but they're not involved. <laughs> no, but I mean, with my two older brothers, they are very sports-oriented. My sisters, one of them is very sports-oriented, one of them is very boy-oriented. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, guys. <laughs> You know, but but with me, it was I'm always. Sorry, Brittany, I didn't I didn't know he was gonna say that. Yeah. Okay, but the fact that you just called her out on it, right? Hey, just saying. So, yep. I mean, with me, I've always been interested in the arts, music, and uh, mm-hmm. theater, mm-hmm. movies, television. So, I mean, when I went and saw my first show, I distinctly remember after it was over, looking at my parents and saying, "I'm doing that for the rest of my life." And thus far, you have. And thus far, I have. Just not getting paid for it. <laughs> Which brings us to the first production we saw. Mine was The Emperor's New Clothes at Derby Dinner Playhouse in Ooh. southern Indiana. Oh, God. Oh, God. The pressure. pressure. You were supposed <laughs> to be thinking of this. I know, I, but I honestly, I, I feel like it was... Well, think about it. What really, like, during this production, what made me really say, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life? They all were chucks. They all wore different colored chucks to match their and t-shirts. And that's what made you want to do and and like, no. Yes. Uh, I wore chucks all the time. <laughs> Quit talking and think of the first show you saw. I'm trying. <laughs> you have homework, Abigail. I but watching homework. them up there having so much fun, I was very drawn to the chucks because they were colorful and they were bright and I want a color. Or one of them A orange. pair in every color. Yes. There, there, that's, that's where I go. Was. That's why. And I was just, they were having, they were adults playing 
younger roles and it was very evident how much fun they were having and I was just like that's what I want to do that's what I'm going to do Keep have you thought of it inner child I feel like it was either Susical or Annie my Susical no no okay no, no, oh no, yeah no. yeah <laughs> Bob, uh, somewhere else Butler yeah 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 it was either Annie or Susical I feel like mine Maybe. was Mama Mia with my grandmother that came through ages ago at the Kentucky Center for the Performing Arts and when we sat down to see it it took her all of 15 minutes to realize it wasn't age appropriate for about a seven-year-old. I just had a thought. I just thought that if I couldn't think of it, I could try and text my mom and see if she remember what the first theater production she took me to. And I guarantee you the text would be like, what the hell? It's so late. Why are you texting me? Why are you texting me? me? So There's then, something wrong with the children. What was the first production you were in? I don't remember. You don't? Yeah. I believe it was Peter Pan when I was in middle school. Um, and I played Wendy. Mine was Happy Birthday, Eeyore, and I played Eeyore. I bet if I contacted the Ursuline School for the Performing Arts, they could look back at their archives and see where my name was first yeah. published. But other than that, I really don't know. I was that young. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I did a lot of, like, the little, like, <clears throat> class-written show I mean, things I, that, you know, you have to participate in. The first thing I was – that I remember being involved in, I don't know if it was a, if it was a show or if it was a dance recital. I was a lamb. <laughs> and Mary had a little lamb. That's all I remember. You know but I was like, my head? is that is that uh, theater meme that was like the show must go on? And it's the little Asian like girl like dancing and crying at the same time, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like not wanting to do it, but she's still going through the motion. Oh, that's goodness. what made me think of that. So, do you know how many productions you've been in? Okay, I think we established mine was like twenty two or twenty three. Yeah. In my adult years, only three. Productions I've been in is close to 80. Wow. Oh, wait. I take mine back when I was 24. Close to 80. Yeah. In my adult years, I mine was only three. Uh, four, if you're, like, talking about being involved in in general, uh, backstage. Well, that's, yeah, that's of. next. That's next. Um, but, I mean, I'm including, like, little, like, student-written things. As long as it was performed for an audience. Right. Like, not just the school kids. Yeah. But, like, parents came and saw it no. and things like that. So, I'm yeah. counting all those. Yeah, so mine would be, 80. like... 24. I can, 23 I don't, or 24. Because I legitimately don't remember a lot of my theater career before my adult years. I don't know how many school performances I was involved in. Oh, wow. I know because I did every single one. We usually did two a year. Yeah. So wow. then that brings us to how many productions that you've been part of. That would include being in or working on tech or directing or playwriting or whatnot. Um, so that would... Okay, well, does that include your workshops? Yes. Okay, but is do those only count if it's a final like it's been produced or like in work? Like Divas. Like Divas or your Santa Claus one. I would count Divas. Okay. Because it was a full cast. Okay. So then that would bring it to like 27 or 28 for me. Only five. But again, like this just goes to yeah. show that this is for theater people, non theater people, and newcomers yeah well and like mine too a lot of shows like that i did in high school i was in but i also stage managed and i also helped on tech crew like building sets and stuff and same with a lot of the community shows that we've been a part of well that's also where mine is like even when i was younger like i did a lot of costuming yeah because they wanted the kids to be involved in the costumes and the thing is i because i because i really i only remember vividly two productions i was in 
One was The Hobbit. The other one, I don't even remember the name of. It cracks me up that you were on a show called The Hobbit. <laughs> no, it was. It, it was literally Hobbit. The Hobbit. I know. Yeah. yeah. So my my number in twenty five years, I've been a part of over one hundred and thirty productions. Mm-hmm. Been a part of. See, and just because I haven't been involved in a lot of shows. Especially because I got so I got into it involved I got involved into it late in later in life, uh-huh. um, at least intensely involved because I was involved as a kid. But this is more of a true passion now. I de- that doesn't mean that over the years I wasn't interested or educated on theater. Like I'm yeah. not completely green. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, keep going. So then that brings us to our most memorable theater experience. It could be a show we saw, a show we were in, something like that. I have so many that pop in my head. Can I say two? Sure. Sure. Okay, because I have two that automatically pop in my head. And they were shows that I were in, that I was in. One was when I was in high school, we did Beauty and the Beast. And we were, you've all heard this story. Yes. <clears throat> we were warming up and one of the actors was running late. And we're like, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? And then he runs up um, to join the vocal warm-ups. And we all turn and we're like, um... Where are your pants? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I was running late, like, and and the choir director was like, "Go put your pants on. <laughs> Come back when you're ready." So that was Come my first back one. when you're wearing pants. Come Please, back when and you're thank wearing you. Pants. Not that there was much to see to begin with, but um, and then the second one was when we were doing Laura, and you were trying to show him how to break the vase. And it was because he couldn't get it to break, and you went whoosh, and it all just went <laughs> flew across the stage. And for like a good solid year or two, we were finding BBs. These little BBs, yes, everywhere, and the record, and pieces, pieces of, of the, the shattered record, record yes, every like out in the audience uh, for like at least a year or two after. Yes, good God, those were my two. Cat that immediately came to my head. I mean, so my my first like in my memory most memorable theater experience was going to see a show on Broadway. And I can't remember if it was Billy Elliot or Jersey Boys that was on the same trip, but I don't know which one we saw first. And then, of course, and this probably will forever hold the number one place of most memorable theater memory is learning sign language for children of a lesser god. That's a good one. Solid. Mine was when I went and saw Matilda. Oh, <laughs> no. oh my God. Here we go. I uh, went disclaimer. S- Andrew's claim to fame. Andrew's ego is bigger than my entire backyard. <laughs> True story. So, so get ready, folks, because he's about to stroke it. You're gonna- <laughs> <laughs> my ego? My ego, guys. I'm going to stroke my ego. If that's what you want to call it. (laughs) So in October of 2016, you will hear about this trip over and over again, I'm sure. I went and saw Matilda the musical. It was right before it closed, and I was sitting in the second row. And if you've seen it, at the beginning of Act 2, Mr. Wormwood comes out and asks if anybody reads books. And, of course, my hand flies up, because I do love to read. And he's like, you, right there. In his British accent, which I'm not going to attempt while I'm all congested because it'll sound awful. But so I got a spotlight and he goes, what's your name? And I said, I'm Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Do you really read books? And I had like this solid like five minute conversation with Mr. Wormwood and then proceeded to stand in said spotlight while he performed the act two opener telly. And continuously referred to me, and I consider it my unofficial Broadway debut. 
Of course you do. <laughs> but I mean, my real most memorable theater experience would probably be when I saw my first Broadway show in 2003 and it was Gypsy with Bernadette Peters. We will not go any further than that. On that <laughs> so your worst theater experience. Isn't that when she remembered yep. you? Yeah. No, that's not when she remembered No, that's me. a different one. She remembered me because of that production. Yeah. But anyways, yes. worst theater experience, Kat. Oh. Okay. Remember I told you I was in The Hobbit? <laughs> <laughs> How did I know it was going to go there? So I played a grandmother... <coughs> And this... Wait, how old were you when you played a grandmother? Eight. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, a school production, guys. I'm just being an ass. was before I was a lot more comfortable with myself on stage. Like, now, being on stage doesn't bother me in the slightest. But as a kid, it did a lot. And I had the biggest fear of being portrayed as something ugly. And I was. I was playing a hobbit grandmother. And so I would avoid... My costume director, because she would have to draw aging lines on my face. And I would hide in the wings, like the physical wings of the curtain until, until you went on stage, until I went on stage. And it was traumatizing because she caught me once and put those lines on my face. And I thought I was going to cry the whole time I was up there. I was an eight year old. Sorry, I just had another memorable theater (laughs) in my head. That's really funny. Oh, God. No, it's okay. I'll share that at a different time. Um, my worst theater experience, the only one that really pops in my head right now is when I was in middle school, we did The Wizard of Oz, and I played the Wicked Witch. And my the makeup my mom had bought to paint my face green. <laughs> this is awesome. Everyone knows where this is going. Literally dyed my skin <laughs> a sickly tint of green to the point where... I did not want to come out of the bathroom. (laughs) I was in there for an hour before my mom finally dragged me out of there crying my eyes out because I was this, and I was already like bullied and picked on a lot during school. And so it was just like another thing that I was terrified of them using against me. It was awful. I was, it was just bad. I hated it. So which story should I tell for this? There's so many, but a lot of yours are kind of funny. So... I mean, really, the Peeing most. Peeing on a tree for 15 minutes. No, that was just hilarious. <laughs> okay, fine. We'll just tell two stories then. Oh, so, this stories. one, I was in a production of She Stoops to Conquer. If you don't know it, I don't blame you. Um, Same with Stop the World, I Want to Get Off. <laughs> Theater people know Stop the World, I Want to Get Off. It's Anthony Newley. Shut up. Okay. But, anyways, so, and She Stoops to Conquer in Act Five or Six, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> this is a three and a half hour show. I had to pee on a tree. It's in the script. I had to pee on a tree. I went up on my lines. And, hard. Ha <laughs> ha, hard. So hard. And I had to pee on this tree for five minutes. I was constantly shaking. I would zip and then unzip. And I and would. And like stage minutes just feels like an hour. Yeah. Oh God, Straight hard. up like shaking my leg like a dog. <laughs> and like keep looking off stage. And I finally go, huh. I wonder if the horse is okay. Then the other actor decides to make his entrance. <laughs> After five minutes, and I go, no, 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 I need to go see if the horses are okay. Run off stage, look at a script, run back on. Horrifying moment. Horrifying five moments, really. And then my second one is was just two years ago when I did The Matchmaker. Mm-hmm. And the director in front of the entire cast told me I was too fat to costume. Yeah. I was mortified. Yeah. Mortified. I remember that. Was that? Alan? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I had a lot of respect for him during the show that I did with him, but I have a feeling that that's a rarity. Yeah. So, bring us to our favorite role to date. 
We're all a date. I know what cat is. Of course. It will forever be my It's favorite. the one that brought her to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Abby, what's your favorite role? Are these mine, your feet or hers? Mine. Okay, I was good. like, mine are over here. <laughs> I don't know who you're touching. Um, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> you're a dick. Uh, my favorite role to date that I have portrayed was Laura and Laura. Was it Darcy and my... My, my show. Uh-huh, okay. Darcy was a lot of fun. And I would... Especially when Cindy would yell at you and I'd be standing off stage waiting for you to break. Yeah, because it was so hard not to laugh when she got up my face. Because, <laughs> like, we got to this point in, in your show where she would, like, get in my face and I would, like, twitch like she was going to hit me. And one night when we performed it, the audience died laughing and I had to bite the inside of my cheek so I wouldn't laugh. <laughs> That was a lot of fun, too, but Laura was still my favorite because I, because Darcy was, in a lot of way, myself yeah. on some level, and Laura really wasn't. Laura was a part that was a much more confident individual than I have ever been in real life. Yeah. So that was fun. So, Kat, what was yours? My favorite role to date, which, of course, I don't have a lot of frame to go off of but this I think I'm pretty confident in saying that this will forever go as my favorite role was Sarah in Children of a Lesser God um it was my it was the real reintroduction I had to the theater world mm-hmm. and it was the most intensive what six weeks yes yep. of my life uh six hours a day almost seven days a week yep. with an interpreter learning sign language because Andrew was directing and couldn't find a deaf actress to play this role. And yes. he approached me and asked if I would be comfortable learning the sign language. And at that point, the minute I said yes, I had no choice. So for those of you out there who are like, oh my God, she's not deaf. What? Why did you do the show? It is clarified in the contract that if it is a professional production, I had to have deaf or hard of hearing actors. But because we were amateur, we did not. And I did. I put out a casting notice for deaf and hard of hearing actors for the three characters in the show that are deaf or hard of hearing. But nobody came out. And what I got a lot from the deaf community um, around here was that they would come see it. They just didn't want to be on stage. It's They yeah, were afraid to be on stage. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a totally different world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure, you know, if we have, you know, people who are involved in the community in community theater that are deaf or hard of hearing they understand that it's a rarity to get someone um who who is that comfortable with themselves to be on stage and it was an amazing experience it was the most breathtaking experience i've ever had Uh, what i found oh my 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 listeners out there i wish you all could have seen it she was was fabulous i will say for the part that cat played it had the least amount of lines, but it was the most challenging part to learn. Yes. I was on almost every page. Because you did not only have to learn your signs for your mm-hmm. um, lines. lines, but you had to learn everyone else's. Everyone else's. And so did the other actor Because they, could, they wouldn't hear me. They had no cues. Yeah. My actors had no cues. Yeah. And it was, I mean, I still, I still keep up, well, I try to keep up with sign language because honestly, I had always wanted to learn sign language, but never had the motivation to. And this forced me to actually learn, mm-hmm. um, mostly signed English uh, as opposed to American Sign Language. Yeah. yeah. But it gave me such a strong basis. Like even now in my professional career, mm-hmm. I have wanted to become a licensed interpreter to 
benefit yeah. myself professionally because it's such an amazing language. Yeah. But regardless of that, that playing Sarah in Children of a Lesser God will, I believe, forever be my most memorable role. I've been sitting here trying to figure out which of the three is my favorite, and I can't. I you can't. have a top three. Top I have three. a top three. It's Little Chap and Stop the World I Want to Get Off. Pseudolus in A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum. Oh, sorry. And Bert in Mary Poppins. Oh, Bert. Yes. I feel like Bert would be at the top. Yes. But, I mean, all three. It was one of I mean, my dream I roles, but you, it was like. When he got casted, he did not text me. He called me, <laughs> which he had never. Like a little he girl. never had done that before. He always just texted me. Yeah. He called me. Screaming like a little girl so <laughs> that he got burnt in Mary Poppins. Yes, it, it was, but I mean, with Pseudolus and Little Chap. Did someone say that you played Pseudolus better than yes. the people that would travel the country? Yes, there was a couple yeah. that came and saw a funny thing happen on the way for him who travels the country to see that particular show. And the guy came up to me and he told me that they keep two scrapbooks. His wife keeps one chronological of playbills and tickets of the productions they've seen and he keeps one based on the pseudolises and how much he liked them and he told me he was going to have to redo his because I was better than Nathan Lane nobody would be better than Zero Mostel he said which is totally understandable but he said I was better than Nathan Lane and he was going to have to redo his scrapbook and my Andrew ego can hang oh, his hat on that comment I did I cried so much I cried so much when he said that mm-hmm. so and then little chap and then Little Chap was just... As I do a hard, hard eye roll. <laughs> Creepy. It was a fun role to do. I didn't get a lot of music direction. No. I was only taught you two t- of yeah. my 14 songs. Yeah. He did it. He learned all of his stuff on his own. Yeah. So, but it was a lot of fun and I thoroughly enjoyed it and I would do that again. that's where our again. friendship blossomed. Yes, it is. So, what's our favorite Broadway shows? Which you will eventually hear our top ten podcast of yeah. favorite Broadway shows. Well, and also they'll change over time. They will. Yeah. But what is your number one favorite Broadway show? Come on. Y'all can go together. Bandstand. Bandstand. <sighs> By far. And Andrew is upset because I had a different favorite show. So did I. Yeah. For a really long time. And then miraculously Bandstand knocked it down to second place. Bandstand knocked Jersey Boys out of first place for me. And Jersey and I, Boys is a killer musical. I've sat here and I thought about it and I've thought about it and I know mine has changed. Really? Yeah. Oh. From the last time we did the top ten. Yeah. Project. Oh crap! Now we have to redo it. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna redo that one like every year and a half. Yeah. Anyways. But that. But I've thought about it. And I've thought about it. And really, I mean, I can't. I can't like because we saw it recently. Lame is. Oh god. Lame is. It's just That's what I was going to say was your favorite. Oh, I thought you were going to say Bonnie and Clyde. No, I was going to say Lee Miss. Oh, yeah, Lee Miss. I'm pretty sure that was your top. That was my number two. Two. Bonnie and Clyde was my number one. Yeah. I, see, I, I figured Lee Miss, too, because of, I mean. Lee Miss has long... always been in your top. Yeah. Lee Miss is always in my top three. Yeah. Sometimes top five, depending on what but I've also, seen recently. But is, also, is your most recent change because of the the most recent rendering, rendering of Bring Him Home? A high school student made me cry, guys. It was, it was amazing. Beautiful. I had avoided seeing Les Mis in an amateur production forever since the yeah. rights became available yeah. because I was afraid. I was afraid it was going to be horribly done. And I will say in that particular production, there were some flaws, mm. but their Valjean 
Oh my God, this kid is going he, places. He is. He's amazing. I've seen him do a lot there, and I was so excited yes. when I saw him in that role. I was like, yes. And I tried to, I tried to cover it up, but Jane was crying. Cat caught me, was wiping away the tears. Andrew was tearing up. I was falling asleep, I, I didn't unfortunately. Cry. And Bro, it wasn't what's his be- name? Can we give him a shout out, please? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, you don't remember his name? We'll find his name I, and we'll post it. I, yeah. The only reason I was, I was, I this was a very well done production of Les Mis considering the amateur nature It was a high school. Show. It was and high school. the thing is, I saw it after work on a Friday. I was exhausted. That music is so beautiful. It just puts me she right to sleep. And <laughs> I was like dozing off during this song and I, like, I, I, I feel Andrew moving because I'm starting to lean on him and I come to enough to pay attention and it was so it was stunningly done it was gorgeous gorgeous. stunningly done i'm taking the next one first go for it it is least favorite broadway show dare i say hate guys you're gonna hear this time and time again i fucking hate cats Uh, sorry sarah (laughs) i fucking hate cats we say it a lot. A lot. And I- mind you, there will be a podcast because we will review the movie because it's coming out this Christmas. I, wanna. I know. Neither you don't do wanna. I. But we're gonna. Because that's what this podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna. Because I hate cats too. That's mine. What's yours? What? No, don't worry about it. I'll tell you later. Um, School of Rock. Valid. It is my leaf. It's, it's not a hate. Um, I honestly. To this day, I've never seen one that I hate. Like I said, but it, was it is cute. my least favorite. I can't stand cats. Uh, Both Lloyd Webber shows, guys. We'll get into that. We will have an entire episode on Lloyd Webber. You're Weber. just Maxwell Sheffield in disguise. I am Maxwell um, Sheffield. If you get that, if you get that reference, please comment. Please yeah. comment on one of our social media platforms. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I hate cats. That's definitely my number one. My number two is Miss Saigon. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Miss Saigon. But Never. you want to. I do. By and it's yourself. coming, it's coming on that. tour. I and will, I will see it. I'll see it with you. I understand. The music is beautiful. Yes. And it's well done. This but people only see it for the flippin' helicopter. That's true. That, like, I, oh, look. I censored myself. Flippin'. Uh, flippin'. Like, honestly, like, I saw it when I was younger. I'm fine. <laughs> and all I could tell you about this story is that they flew in a helicopter. That's what I don't. <laughs> and that it was really depressing. Sounds interesting. That it was super depressing. And not a show that children should go see. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's, that's all I can so tell you. Andrew, you can't go see it. <laughs> Rude. I know. That's Please. Our, that's our I job. I am the oldest person here. Yeah. With uh, the youngest mental state. True story, <laughs> bro. All right. Now it's time for the lightning round. Oh, God. Okay. These Whoa. will be yes or no Pressure, things. pressure, 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 pressure. There might be stories involved. We don't know. We'll see. All right. <laughs> Are you ready? No. Are you ready? Yes. No, no. On stage, have you ever played a murderer? No. No. Yes. Played an animal? Yes. Yes. I don't know. Been killed? Yes. 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 Maybe both? Maybe both. Okay, tell the story. Okay, the been killed one, when I was in Laura, I didn't just play the Laura. I also played the dead body on stage beforehand. Because I was the asshole director who was like, for pre-show, I'm going to have the body on stage. So I literally laid there, not able to move with my face covered for like 20 to 30 minutes. And if you know the story of Laura, you also understand that it's presumed that Laura was the one killed. Yes. And then it's revealed that she's not in the first act. That it was her friend or someone that she knew staying in her apartment. 
So that's why that one's tricky for me. That's a trick question. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> on stage, have you ever been drunk or stoned? Yes. No. Yes. Played oh, some. Yes. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> played someone half your age. No. Twice my age. Twice my age and half my age. Mm-hmm. Uh, cried. Yes. 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 Played the opposite gender. Yes. No. Yes. Been kissed. Yes. 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 Unfortunately. Sorry, Wes. Taken off your clothes or been nude? No. no. Yes. Oh, wait. What? <laughs> no, I take that back. Yes, because I did guys and dolls. Yeah, there you go. You played a hot box girl. <laughs> I did, and that was really awkward when my friend's grandpa was in the front row. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this one's on here because only one person at this table can say yes. Played a ghost? Yes. No. No. Uh, missed the cue? No. All yes. the time. No. Skipped a line or yes. two? Yes. Yes. Uh, driven a car? No. Yes. Fired a gun? Yes. No. Oh, wait. No. Uh, been in a dream sequence? Yes. 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 Uh, been a stage manager? Yes. yes. Been on tech crew? Yes. Yes. Oh, mine is yes for both of those. Worn fake eyeglasses? No. Yes. Mm, no. No. I been, can't remember. Been in a stage fight? No. Would yes. children count? It no, this no. is physical. Okay, no. Physical. <clears throat> yes. Uh, walked off stage during a scene to fix your costume? No. no. Yes. Scolded someone for touching your prop. Yes. yes. Oh my God. So many times. Been in a musical. Yes. yes. Been in a Shakespeare production. No. Yes. No. Uh, forgotten a prop on stage. Yes. 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 Had a wardrobe malfunction on stage. Yes. yes. Eaten real food on stage. Yes. yes. Been injured during a show. Yes. yes. Broken a prop on stage during a show. Yes. No. Yes. Been paid for a performance. Yes. No. Yes. Uh, played a musical instruments. Instrument for a performance. No. Yes. Farted on stage during a performance. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. Sorry, Wes. <laughs> Abby doesn't fart, guys. Uh, replaced another actor at the last minute. Yes. 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 Uh, all of us have? I literally, when I was in middle school, a girl got mono, and I had to learn her entire part, which was um, a, like, pre-show, like, poem monologue thing, and then all of her lines in the actual show, and I had to learn it with... In, uh, I want to say, two or three hours. Oh, God. When I did Poe Radio Play, I was replaced. You were replaced? Yes, I was replaced because when we got to our venue, they locked us out. And so we couldn't open on That's, the night. Have you ever replaced another actor? Oh, no, actor? I've never replaced oh, okay. another no. actor, but I have been replaced. Yes. 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 Because they, they locked us out of our venue, and yeah. I the weekend, they were going to reschedule for the weekend after, and I was in Texas for my brother's wedding, and yeah. so my director had to go on for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've done it twice. Once at a long time ago an actor didn't show up and so I went on for his first entrance was which was the end of act one was this the and then the he showed accident? up at, inter- at what is this the one where you got in a car accident no oh, okay no and then he showed up at intermission because he thought he was going to get there before he went on stage but we were at intermission and then the director was like well you're not going on he's doing it mm-hmm. like they've seen him he's doing it and then the second one was Laura yeah um, I had two weeks to learn the second lead in that show. And luckily, you played the detective, so you had a notebook. Yes. <laughs> Praise be for that notebook. Oh, also, thank God for Chris Halter during Children. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. God. I mean, we've known, we've been story. in part of productions that have had people that needed to fill in, like yes. with Laura and one of our actors get, being hospitalized. Yep. And we had an actor learn her entire role on the drive to the theater to perform. Yes. Yes. So, praise be for those people. Yeah. So all that being said, this is what Backyard Broadway is. Yay. 
This is what we're going to be doing. And honestly, I'm going to say our podcasts are usually a lot more fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, this one was kind of, you know, we started with the business and then we had a little bit of fun. Yes. But, you know, when we're talking about shows, when we're just like chit-chatting amongst ourselves about our experiences, <laughs> it's a lot more fun. We yes. promise you. We promise. So all of that being <laughs> said, I'm Andrew. I'm Abby. I'm Kat. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.